fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Ha 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 ha. What's going on? Hi, Saturday, March 18th, 2011, episode 67 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt and this is Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm well. We had a lovely trip. We just got back, actually. We just got the studio put back together. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are, Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Join us, won't you? Every Tuesday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, or close to or around there yeah especially when we uh go 120 miles to missoula and you know and then back do some some activist rallying yeah and then uh matt becomes a mechanic in a parking lot on the right way back <laughs> matt fails at trying to be a mechanic honestly so we <laughs> we get there and we're like where is where is the place gps kind of not locking satellites as it tends to do here yeah. and there oh and i'm sorry 406 204-4687. Feel free to uh, call in if you have something to say about cannabis or raids that have been happening across Montana or yep. what have you. So we, we, we're we just going based on just straight up directions now. Like yeah. you don't need GPS really unless you want the turn by turn. But so we, we, we had the, the directions and we turn the corner and we're looking for it. And it's like it should be up there on the left. And all of a sudden we just hear it. Yeah, we hear the mega horn. We hear the guy people yelling. Keep the honking. feds out of meds. Yep. What was the other one? Uh, DEA, go, go away. away. DEA, go away. And we're like, oh wow, yeah. we're still like three blocks away, and we can hear this just roar yep. of a very active, very positive, happy crowd and it was a crowd medical marijuana activists it, it was a it was a pretty good turnout it I was, was really impressed if you if you've ever been to missoula you know missoula it, it's the turnout that i definitely was hoping that would be there like missoula is the mm-hmm. town for this kind of stuff to take place and then for other smaller towns around it to be like huh they had all that happened there, and no one got killed. There was no tear gas. There was right. no tanks rolling over, little Chinese guys. Like, everything was a-okay. Well, and I think that the pictures that have kind of been floating around on Facebook right now don't even really do justice to how yeah, many people there was, were there. Because yeah. that was kind of a small... That was a section. Yeah, yeah. a subsection, there were people, sure. like, spread all the way down the Far sidewalk. and wide. And, you know, I mean... I I lost you a few times. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I saw people that I wanted to talk to, and I was like, peace. And then I I would see you. Bright green sweatshirt. Yeah, green sweatshirt. Where's Matt? Where's Matt? And honestly, for a medical cannabis or just a a marijuana or cannabis rally in general, I'm surprised there weren't more green seedless sweatshirt people running around with cameras and whatnot. I know. But yeah, I would always look for that the red hair. Your hair, hey. How's that? Well, I guess you're always in HD. How am I looking tonight in HD? <laughs> this is the first Hotbox episode, courtesy of two HD cameras. Very Ooh, nice. Cool. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. You'll see both cams in the chat there, but yeah, yeah not bad. Not huh? bad looking, at all. Looking good. We look snazzy. Your red hair, sure. though, like in that sun, was just like, here I am. Right. Yep. So, I know. I did that for the rally, so it looked all nice. So uh, I would like to say that the I, I had a fairly strong success rate, I would say. I had a better success rate interviewing people at this rally than I did at the Kalispell rally. Yeah. And, okay, Kalispell's smaller, and the people that are here may be a little more timid when it comes to being out and vocal in front of City Hall about their beliefs well, or whatever. Well, I think Missoula's a little more... Um not conservative, well, not uptight. Yeah, I mean they're perhaps. a little they're a little more accepting. It's a college of, town. There's a lot of hippies there. Sure. Well, yeah. The whole I mean, vibe. Calispell's is. under a moratorium right now. Right. I would much so, rather 
wander the streets of Missoula on a crazy LSD trip than the streets of Kalispell. <laughs> Missoula people, much more willing to help and much more accepting. Yes. I mean, in fact, we we ran into a lot of really cool people while we were there. We went and had something to eat after the rally, and the waitress in the restaurant was totally supportive yeah. of everything we do. The guys at Zoo Mountain were mm-hmm. like, here, go to this place. We went to the Central Bar. Uh-huh. Huge shout out to the awesome waitress chick. She was, uh, she saw us during the rally. Yep. And she was like, yeah. And I can't wait to edit this footage because, dudes, I got the most awesome shot. We're walking down in like full everybody signs, everything, just walking down. And there was this nice old lady on the side of the street, came out of some shop, saw one of the signs, and started like clapping and giving us the thumbs up. Me with the camera like right on it. Oh, man. Yeah. It was so perfect. Yeah, and th- I mean, there were a the lot s- of the different support. people. Yeah. I was filming, and I don't know how the reflection worked out, but I was trying to shoot a lot of the shops that we were passing because mm-hmm. the majority of those people were like thumbs up. Dude. Yeah, and, and it, it was that a was lot cool. more accepting. I mean, here in Kalispell, I think you've got a lot more of that conservative. It wasn't thumbs up. It was no. that awkward, like, what the hell are they doing? Is that? What? Do people smoke pot here? Weird. Are you serious? Oh, my God. I thought that was just an evergreen. Yeah, right? So, I mean, it was really cool, though. And then, you know, of course, on our way back, we uh, see a bunch of stuff coming out the back end of your car. Yeah, we're on the highway, right? Like, (laughs) no problem getting there. I just got my car back. My car has been sitting. It got fixed. It was a... about five hundred more dollars than I had expected mm-hmm. it to be, so it sat a while. Finally got it back, and with this was the first real trip. I've been driving it around town, stuff. And it's fine. A little eighty-seven Subi, not even a hundred thousand miles on it yet. Love it. And uh, so we're on the highway, just flying. We merge, and I don't know if anyone saw this. I've been messing around with the, this new app called Glimpse, mm-hmm. and basically you set you set a time limit for how long this glimpse lasts for. And it's a real-time, it it sends you a link to a real-time map through their servers of where we are, how fast we're going, and it's kind of cool. So I set up a glimpse, so maybe some of you guys were watching us drive down there. You could see, like, where we stopped and how fast we're going, all that. But uh, we were driving, and yeah, we merged on the the freeway, and we're we're doing a a maintaining a fairly good speed, and all of a sudden, just white smoke, like, blowing out the back of the Subi. Not happy. Yeah. Then after that, after the white smoke blows out, all of a sudden temperature gauge, like all the way to to H. Yeah. And we're like, ah, shit. Now we got to pull over. What are we doing? Yeah. Split radiator hose. Woo-hoo! Blew up. So what happened, right? That hose just blew up and all that stump, all that stuff just started blowing out. Yep. So I'm in there like looking at it. The first gas station doesn't have the coolant we nope. need. They have the red stuff, and that wouldn't have been good. We need the green stuff. Dex plus whatever the green stuff is equals no good. Equals the new Purdue formula of OxyContin if uh, abusers try to abuse it. Just a <laughs> jelly mess. And so we, we put a, uh, some water in it and go to the next gas station, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have the stuff. So I'm like, cool, pour it in, see what happens, see where it's leaking from. Start pouring it in. It's all good. No leaks. All of a sudden, just blah, 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 right through the hose. Oh, yeah. man. Hose just shredded. Thankfully, and, that guy there was really yeah, nice. Yeah, some random guy. And <laughs> shout out to the random guy. I'm not going to say his name, partly because I don't remember, but partly because I'm going <laughs> to tell you a little story. He just got out of jail, like... Oh, really? Probably a couple months ago, I oh, want to really? say. Yeah. Driving his girlfriend's new RX-8. <laughs> he called Napa, and they were, like, closing almost. And then he's like, you know, get that hose out of there. So I that was my mechanic part. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the hose out. He takes me to Napa. We get the hose, takes me back, and then I think he let me mess with it for a little bit. And then, and then he came over and fixed it. <laughs> and I totally... I heard them talking, and he was saying something about how he was broke or something. And I was like, shit, dude, we need to, you know, give him yeah. some money or something. So, And I was talking to him about the whole why we were here and the activist thing and the medical thing. And he's like, well, I'm a dad, and I have a 15-year-old. Aren't you? I like to drink and that stuff. And I just... I, I it, 
it's a gateway drug. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't think so. It's just the people that use it kind of have a propensity for drugs. Like that's just that mind, you know, they, that's how it happens. You could have easily started with anything, but at the end it was cool. And he fixed it for us and made sure it worked and we were on our happy way. So, um, we were going to do a live show there, but it, a lot of stuff fell through and then the car breaking down and yeah, just, yeah. We're here, and we got a lot of good footage that we wanted, and yeah, yeah, it was good. So, what did you think, just overall? Good turnout, positive. Yeah, no one I got think in trouble. it was. Yeah, I think it was really positive. You know, I mean, nobody got out of hand, and everybody was really supportive. And I think that the fact that that many people turned out was a really good thing too. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So we all went down, you know, they had a moment of silence for everyone who was raided or affected by the raids, everyone who's going without medicine right now because they were affected by the raids. How many people would you say? Is that quite, are a lot of people going without because of that? Yeah. And that's unnecessary. It wasn't the patient's fault if, if, and this is a pretty big if, those people were conducting illegal activity. Well, and see, the other thing that I don't think anybody realizes comes hand in hand with this is... If these people stay legal, they don't have any medicine. Right. If they don't stay legal, that means that they've potentially gone to the black market, which Mm -hmm. is putting money into the exact market we're trying to get rid of. Right. We're not okay with the black market. And we're pretty pretty damn close to getting rid of it. I mean, not maybe on on a national level, but locally. Yeah. You don't see it anymore. No. It's it's significantly decreased. But, you know, they don't think... Were you at the rally? Give us a call, 406-204-4687. We'd love to have your take on it. Yes. And yeah, like I was going to say, there there was a few people that were maybe a little more standoffish, perhaps a little more timid there, but the majority of the people we asked were cool about it. So Yeah. And, you know, some of the people that we asked that were like no cameras, that kind of stuff, you kind of start to question their motives and maybe what side of the whole issue they're on, you know? It just seemed weird. It seems like everyone that's on the side that we're on is trying to help everyone, and we're all sharing, like, hey, do you need some of this footage or a video or whatever? I'll lend it to you. You can use it. Just give me some credit, whatever. What do you yeah. have that I can use we get to further educational stuff out the there. whole cause, the cause as right. a whole, not I'm trying to get as much of my stuff done so I can make money and be out. Like, right. what's his face? So huh. that's – but, yeah, overall – Definitely a positive experience. Definitely yeah. glad we went. And I, yeah, I'm fine doing a show here. That's fine. I really wanted to just see that and, well, and interview I'm glad the people we were there. Part of that, and we yeah. got to interview the people we did. You yeah, know, do you want Montanans to... for responsible legislation? We got awesome to stand guys, there. Yeah, for sure. They were all really, really great. I got to stand there and talk to. Uh, to the guy he called in that one time. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, good. we we got to interview him face to face on camera. That was a was, really good interview. Yeah, I like he that. is very well spoken. Yeah. He, knows he was the guy on the megahorn that right. was kind of leading every, Yeah, right. that was really cool. Yeah. Saw Tom Dober there, saw Ed Doctor there, saw uh, what was that one? John Masterson. John was Masterson. There from Normal. Yep. We got some footage um, of that. Yeah, Logan from Zoo Mountain. Yeah. Um that one guy that we saw at Zoo Mountain last time that oh, was the guy with who the represents patients the veterans. Yeah, 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 he does the Montanans for responsible. Right, I interviewed also. him a little bit uh-huh. while you were down mingling with everyone else. So those are just some of the people you guys will see in this video, and I'm just gonna make it one video. I'm gonna have the Kalispell footage, and then we did a little intro of us driving, and mm-hmm. then uh, the footage of it there, and then the interviews, and yeah, I'll I'll put that up once I get some time. I think I'm gonna skip the poetry slam Sunday because I have I have a lot really? of stuff to catch up on. Yeah, wow. and I hosted the last two weeks. Are you sure they're back now? And okay. I I really have a lot of well, stuff I need you to need get your done. Outlet, so. so just yeah, no, because really I'm like <laughs> I'm trying to get this album done and I'm behind on show notes. And Sunday would be a perfect day to do it. And I think they can get by without me. Yeah, so they'll be all right. Well, we've got some other really cool news, too. Yeah? What's Who's, that? Who feels super popular right now? <laughs> I do now. Yeah. I didn't about four hours ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if your nose was... You know what? Okay. I'm not even going to say So, it. my it's super fine. good... Let's, We're let's awesome. Super High good five news. to us. High five. Shh. 
So we are now part of the normal network. We're going to have the link in our forums um, on how to get on there. But basically, it's the normal live show. Uh, Russ does it. Uh, Radical Russ. And uh, I believe he does a one-hour show every day. And then he replays the shows. And he started a network where he's got other podcasts that are... Kind of like MarijuanaPodcast.com, but this is a live thing where right. he's there and playing so these shows. They and replay in the, them, yeah. yes. And so there's also like the Mile High Normal show. There's John Doe Radio, Hollywood Hemptress, Ganja John. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... Sorry if I forgot somebody, but... Well, we're still new, so hey. Right. <laughs> and so they'll be replaying our show on there also throughout the week. So, you know, I've been listening to it just kind of going onto the site and letting it play. Yeah. And a lot of the other shows are really good to listen good to. Good and you know, educational. I've tried and- listening to them before. But I found that if I just load it on my computer and play it while I'm yeah, sitting yeah. in the dispensary, everybody learns something. <laughs> Sometimes I have to turn the music down a little bit depending <laughs> on who's in the office. But That's good stuff. <laughs> um, you know, they interview a lot of different people too. But I mean, I think that it's just really cool for us yeah, to be involved really, in that. They liked our coverage of the raid stuff that we tried to bring you guys. And yeah, that was that it. Was, was cool. kind of funny because you know. We're we're in Montana. I mean, it's not funny that this happened, but well, this no, is kind of no. Yeah. But my story is. Let right. me finish. I just want to um, clarify that. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> awesome. so I was listening. Okay, we're from Montana. Uh, well, and I've been here pretty much my whole life. I'm not used to anybody that knows thousands of people talking right. about me. I moved here when I was or what 12, I do. So. I can claim I've that. I'm here. a resident, so I'm I'm my there whole family's from here. This is all I know. Um <laughs> so anyways, I'm listening to the normal show and he starts talking about our show and about like me talking about the raids and stuff. Seriously, I felt like some like that was the so like a play by cool. play. I was commentary. like, Oh my gosh. I'm all like running up to my husband. I'm like, the guy from the normal show is <laughs> talking about me. That's cool. So, and this is more for, I mean, you guys that are listening right now, unless you just found us, like, you know about the hot box, but the people that are on the normal network, they may not. So welcome if this is your first time or if you're hearing us on the normal network. Mm -hmm. Do we need to pause now for a station ID? (laughs) Hot (laughs) box. Can we do that? Hot box podcast. Jamhole Studios, WHBX. Hotbox, Kalispell, Montana, coming to you live. Back to you, Russ. No, wait, we got to do it at the end of the show, huh? Yeah, at the end of the show. We're still learning. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so lately, we've kind of been skipping this, but I'd like to, because there's been quite a a bit more uh, news built up. I have a couple articles, real quick, about uh, pharmaceutical substances that are maybe causing a... Not really Hurricane Katrina-like damage, like what's-his-face... Oh yeah, wants or you like to believe the damage, about the, the earthquake in Japan. Yeah. yeah, but more damage to their communities than legitimate medical uh, cannabis dispensaries and caregivers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the first one, New York City. Really, New York City. Get a rope. Uh, mm-hmm. New York City's drug epidemic now with twice as much oxy. High five. Whoa, New York City, huh? Not it, not medical marijuana. It's not marijuana that's killing their children and overrunning their streets. They do have a very high rate of marijuana arrests, though. Right. Which like a very high rate. But they're not getting arrested for marijuana because when they smoked it, they did something or they were harmed or anything like that. They're just getting arrested because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. It's not illegal for any legitimate reason, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, over the last three years... The number of prescriptions for oxycodone in New York City has doubled. Cha-ching! Can you... That's like hitting the lottery. If you were an individual and that's what you made, you hit the lottery. Do you know how many pills that is? A lot. Holy cow, dude. The city's special narcotics prosecutor, Bridget Brennan, testified that last year more than one million prescriptions for oxycodone were filled in the five boroughs. And oxycodone is the active ingredient in Oxycontin, which is the extended release. And of course, the oxycodone is the IR. But yeah, a million. And that's just 
New um, York. That was a million? Just this place. One million in the whole five boroughs. That's so that's not even people, the whole state of New York. That's that is as many the, people as there are in Montana. In the five boroughs. That's are insanity. Filling OP prescriptions. So how is it that the Damn. big excuse here for marijuana being so dangerous is because of how many people have gotten recommendations? You guys here have 28,000 people. We have 28,000 patients right now. You have a million. Medical marijuana program. A million Potential junkies. But a million people get prescriptions for Oxy in the five boroughs in New York, and it's it's legal, so no biggie, right? Right. It's not a Schedule 1. And it's yeah, sisters, it does have medical it? use. It does have medical use. Isn't it Sister Schedule 1? <laughs> but it has massive abuse potential. Massive. Massive. <laughs> Massive. We both know that. <laughs> both of us, firsthand experience. We have twice. Unfortunately, fucking yeah. fought it. It's retarded. Not okay. For <coughs> that's so many though. How are you going to get all of those people off of those drugs when you can only have ten of them at once on sub suboxone? Yeah, that's... Like, isn't, that's another ridiculous law. We'll work on changing that after uh, cannabis. Is we'll legalized. see what we can do. Yeah, right? we'll see. We'll have to start. What would what would the name of our pain pill show be called? Sticking with the naming scheme of having a somewhat, if not very slight, sexual innuendo in it. The jam <laughs> hole, the hot box. What would uh, what would that be? I, I, I have hear. no idea. None. Hey, and Justin Fan says, man, I can't hear the sound at all, but I hear the ad at the beginning just fine. Uh-oh. Well, if you go to hotboxpodcast.com slash donate and donate $10, that ad will go away for a month. And that's not us. That's justin.tv. That's where we broadcast from. So, sorry. In 30 seconds, hit mute. I don't know. We'll be back. It's not Hopefully. our fault. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll, we need to do that soon because that's yeah. starting to bug me. Yeah, me too. Like I said... We pay for all the server and everything else. You guys can donate to get rid of the ads. You guys are the ones that have to see it. But anyway, um, yeah, that's <laughs> one in every eight people per capita or wow. roughly 13% of the population has access to synthetic, temporary, highly addictive happiness in pill form. Boom. So not even a quarter of the population here has a recommendation for medical marijuana. And yeah. it's a big deal, huge, right? How many it's a, not even a deal. Did we have it's here? a problem. It's not it's even so just a big scary. deal to them. It's a huge, massive well, yeah, they problem. Yeah, raid places and take people to jail for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many people are selling their pills illegally because they can make forty dollars on a forty milligram pill? And especially if they don't buy their pain pills. Right. They just get them for free. Then they sell them because the government has them on a fixed income and they like to go gamble a little bit or whatever. They Any extra spending money. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee more people are doing that than are selling medical marijuana illegally or to children, mm-hmm. let's say. That's ridiculous. But Why aren't you crying about this? Because they're legal and they came from a doctor. That makes it safe. It's like a cop telling you, you know, everything's going to be okay. You uh, you believe what people in authority say normally. And we're wired almost from birth to trust that doctors are working in our best interest. They're trying exactly. to take care of us and make us feel better. Exactly. So the pills can't be dangerous and hurt us because the doctor gave them to us. Right. Right. So the I doctors, mean, that's their job. Right. To help us and right. heal us. Right. And then you find out after what you've been the- abusing them for a while <laughs> that there are negative effects. Oh, yeah. Wow. I cannot stop taking these. Well, how And when often, I do, I get really sick. Whenever wow. I was prescribed, even back when I was 18, 19 years old, and I started having health problems, and I got prescribed hardcore narcotics. Yeah. It was a very, very small point that they brushed over that they're addictive or that they, they never could be even abused. mentioned it to me. I mean, there was I, a car wreck, I and they were like, "Here, 
very vaguely <laughs> remember we were going over paperwork and they said something really quickly just about Sign the here. propensity of abuse right. or addiction t- to these narcotics. But it wasn't anything like him sitting there going, okay, listen. You, this ain't messing around. Right. It was, if you need more, call me. <coughs> right? I mean, he opened after the door three months, for me getting more. <laughs> yeah, after three months, this is going to change... <coughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> your brain permanently. Well, and then, you know, of course, I'm one of those people where it's like, well, if I'm only taking one or two a day, I don't have yeah, a problem. Right. Sure. Because I'm only taking one or two a day. It doesn't well, right. matter that I'm only 100 pounds and that <coughs> one could right. last me an entire day, <laughs> you know? But they don't get into that the way with when I got my recommendation for marijuana. I mean, it was discussed with me that it's a Schedule 1 thing and blah, right. blah, 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 and it was way more pressed than did, any pills. Did the doctor say that it was Schedule 1, but the reasoning behind it has absolutely nothing they to do with Schedule 1? They don't get into that when schedule they talk one. to you. They, they just say, that. do you agree that you won't sue me or whatever? No, they're just like, okay, <coughs> so now you understand how and why you, you're right. going to okay. be using this, right? And you understand that it's still federally illegal, right? Right. Yeah. And that any any risk that you come into contact with is by your own doing. And you understand this is not a prescription for medical it's marijuana. This is a recommendation. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So uh, perhaps misunderstanding how the words pure opium can motivate some people, Brennan told the city council's public safety committee, quote, the public flat out needs to be better informed about how widespread the problem is and how dangerously addictive these substances are. It's pure opium, and that's an addictive drug. It's nothing to be played with. I, I wouldn't say it's pure opium. It's medical grade oxycodone, and that's the chemical, which, what, crosses your brain blood barrier and turns into what? Metabolizes an oxymorphone? Which is basically morphine, I think, and then your brain receptors. Yeah, we have Where's opium Dr. receptors. Where's Dr. Rose? Damn it. Dr. Rose, how does this work? We have opium receptors in our brain. Opium rece- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like mu receptors and... Cannabinoid right. receptors, yeah. So, And then the other one, uh, real quick, is kind of on the other side of that. We have a pharmacist in... Uh, where's this? I hate when they do that. So terrible at finding it. Hagerstown, Okay. Maryland. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He was prohibited from dispensing drugs classified as controlled substances following allegations that he filled thousands of prescriptions for oxycodone. Why not? Sure. Uh, Oxycontin. Okay. Methadone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Good. And yeah. other powerful painkillers written by two physicians whose licenses were subsequently suspended. The Maryland Board of Pharmacy voted on December 22nd, 2010 to summer... Summer... Really? Summer... Is that even spelled right? Holy cow. To summarily suspend the license? Summarily. Summarily? Yeah. Okay. Suspend the license of David Russo, owner of Russo's RX. Quote, there's been a consent agreement by which license has been restored, but I cannot dispense controlled dangerous substances, he said. However, he can dispense other prescribed medications. No formal charges have been filed against him, and an evidentiary hearing will be scheduled during which he will present a defense to the allegations made by investigators with the pharmacy board. So, thousands, uh, huh? Hmm. Some people It's happening. Children. But you don't see this, but as soon as... Check this out. If if there was blatant evidence that a dispensary, let's say a dispensary right in town. Let's was, say a dispensary makes money. Right. <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically, I can actually support myself. God forbid my family. But like if if they got caught selling illegally or selling to kids or something like that, that would be front page news and everyone would be in an uproar about it and they would say, no more dispensaries in Montana. They would ban, they would right. go for repeal again. But when this happens, like, it's it's whatever. 
It's a and yeah, this can kill you. They shrug their shoulders. This can kill you, and this it's like doesn't. seeing DUIs up here really? in Montana. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many times have certain people been pulled over for drinking? And you're and rating still what? Not in jail? Yeah, no, it's disgusting. And I have yet to see somebody get pulled over, and it was that they were all high. And yeah, interesting. Huh? Weird. So oh, well. just like to to yeah. show that that contrast there for uh, everyone. Well, 406-204-4687. Give us a call. So as we do, starting out local. inward, work our way outward. What do you got in the MT for Mr. us? Mr. Irv, yes. our friend Irv, my, my medicine, medicine, the book dot com. <laughs> Dot com. That's right. It, Tell email, them that the hotbox sent you. Email info at, the, at hotboxpodcast.com and I will do your jingles for you. Yes. Whatever you're selling, I'll do it. Um, it's fine. He was Ten bucks a jingle. Come on. back in Montana yeah. and speaking in Great Falls. It's good stuff. The Montana Medical Growers Association is holding a public information meeting on Saturday in Great Falls, which was today, to shine a more positive light on medical cannabis. The event comes just days after a statewide raid on several medical marijuana businesses. The forum will feature medical marijuana patient and national speaker Irvin Rosenfeld, who will discuss his use of cannabis to treat a bone disorder that none of us can pronounce. (laughs) Rosenfeld is one of only several people who received medical marijuana through a federal government program. Whoa, wait, what? The federal government? A federal government program. And I guess since we can't freaking find a time that us and the cannabis agenda guys all have like at once to do it um they were they were asking about how much the government sells their pot for i I don't know how it came up yeah i don't know if they ever answered that or not but yeah he gets it for free like we all pay for it our tax dollars pay to grow process and send it to exactly and it's grown in i'm supporting that yeah for sure i I don't want my tax dollars going to those raids though i want to say on that (laughs) absolutely but i wish me mad (laughs) i would like a say on the quality of the medicine you're sending this gentleman yeah we've seen it yeah not very good yeah not good at all actually Seeds and stamps. Yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff I bought when uh, I was 13, and I didn't know any uh, better. <laughs> no. But um, it does the Organizers trick, so. are hoping the event will start a good dialogue between supporters and opponents of medical marijuana. Rosenfeld said, I want people to come out and listen from Great Falls of all ages, good and bad, meaning people that are in favor of medical cannabis and people that are against it, to express their wills and express their desires. We have plenty of time. We want to hear from all of them. Everyone, if you haven't heard him talk, and even if you have, like, he is such an awesome presenter, speaker. Like, he really... He tells the story and like mm-hmm. it's, you know, he lived it. It's it's really cool listening to him talk, definitely. Right. Rosenfeld was diagnosed at age 10 with multiple congenital cardiologenesis. Car- get it, girl. Cartilaginous. Cartilaginous yeah. exotosis. Uh, yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> that you nailed it. Nailed it. He is currently the Tiger vice president of Newbridge Securities <laughs> in Florida, which huh. means he handles millions of dollars. Really? Interesting. All while smoking 10 to 12 government supplied joints a day. Huh. Put that in Not your impaired. pipe and smoke <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't get impaired. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can do that, but some of us can. And it, you should know. You know what? What what did that one sign say with the dude that had the bandana? What did that say? Oh, um, don't childproof my med or uh, my rights or something. Don't childproof my rights. It I was think so that's what it was. perfect. I got. Oh man, I will try. You took a good video shot of it because yeah. he was standing next. He to was me kind when of talking to us that. a little bit. Yeah. And then he elbowed me yeah. a little bit while you were talking about it. <laughs> I was and like, he oh, points at the sign. I'm like, that's the dude. That sign. That, yeah. That was so yeah. perfect. Oh, man. I can't wait to go through this footage. It was such a good time. Yeah. And speaking of. Please. The raids in Montana that mm-hmm. s- helped mm-hmm. spawn this little rally we were at. Yeah. Um, A 
legislator in Butte is speaking out about what is probably coming. From I, all I of saw this. This. Uh, this was posted on Taylor and Lang's Facebook. Yes. Yes. So it sounds like he's definitely saying some changes will happen. But of course, he's not sound, giving any specifics. It didn't sound very positive. And I, I get it. Maybe that's just the headline writer. But it. Ha- your headline it's, sets the feel for your whole article, and I'm just a fucking dumb blogger. Like, what are you... Well, I know, because when I first saw the article, I was like, oh, crap, yeah, they're right? getting ready to raid everybody Crack again. down? Like, uh, really? But then when you read the article, then you right, realize yeah, that he's talking about re- I'm just, not repealing, but regulating right. our initiative. You should be more responsible with your headline <laughs> writing, if you could. If I may be so bold, control B, enter. Enter enter star swipe the more you know. Right, so state's representative John Sesso. Did we mention we got picked up by normal? (laughs) (laughs) Do they know what they're doing? Because we don't. Uh, Awesome. John Sessa told the Montana Bar Association Friday to expect the legislator to clamp down on medical marijuana. Butt cheeks clamping down. So the House Minority Leader, Ugh. who spoke to the lawyers group in Butte, said he anticipates significant reform, mm-hmm. but not outright repeal of the 2004 Medical Marijuana Act. Oh, you mean the one we all voted for? Gee, uh-huh, thanks. 62%. Is that, yeah, see? And that's what Ian said. They're doing us a favor by not repealing it, and then we're going to roll over and let them just over-regulate the crap out of it. Yeah, that's... Is that, what, is that, is that what's happening? I hope that's, not. That's kind of what it looks like is happening. I hope not, but... Well, we'll see. We will. The abusers will be on notice probably in the next <laughs> You're on 30 notice. days, said Sesso. Define abuse. Didn't we have a, <laughs> a part of that with Ian where abuse and use and Yeah, the but they're looking at people who've got their cards because he goes on to say if you aren't legitimately sick... You are not going to be able to use so basically marijuana. the rest of us. We need to go microwave our nuts. They're oh, right, so that medicinal right? fried chicken. Right? Is that what? Has, Thank you, South Park. Is that what? That's that's. Huh. It's sad, but like you can smoke it and I can't. I mean, I I'm happy that the the patients it's, have it. That's a it's must. It's because but, of their issues with our chronic pain. Part of the initiative. Chronic pain is pain that you constantly feel. Right. Right? Like because your job is very labor intensive or you Well, they don't believe that as many people that have their card for chronic pain that do should. Well, okay. I'm sure. But how do you define who qualifies as... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. How do you decide who qualifies as having chronic pain and who does not? Because if you try telling me my pain isn't considered chronic, I'm going to say, F you, yeah. your pain ain't chronic. Yeah. Who are you to judge? But my butt is. That's right. So <laughs> what's up now? And then you... You'll have like little subsets of doctors that it, like it's it's what's going. Gonna it's ch- a constant. Or every aspect of this is a constant waste argument. of money. There is there's so much. Uh, yeah, they're worried about this. Why don't you just regulate or decriminalize or legalize? There's a few options. And and what? maybe let's not go so much as far as trying to figure out who qualifies as being sick and who doesn't. Yeah, why you're trying to figure out how to limit this to as few people as possible. Why? The the more people that use it, the the bigger subset of scientific data we have to go from, right? Mm-hmm. A bigger subset of the population means more on-point data, which means more on point statistics and research, right? So if people, if you say this plant kills people and you still have people willing to ingest it, to smoke it, to eat it, to do whatever, you should take advantage of that. We're willing to be your test subjects. We've been smoking f- for okay. the most part every day for the last. At least 10 years. One of the downfalls, I think, of human nature is a need for immediate gratification. 
I saw pictures, heard stories, videos. My grandfather was a chemical dependency counselor for sure. like 15 something years. I've seen the worst in people when they're dealing with addictions and I still tried it. Even though I knew what would probably happen. So, I mean, no matter what you tell people, you tell them it's going to kill them or not. If they think True. it's going to help them feel better, they're going to want to do it. Right. Obviously, marijuana has been illegal for 80 years and it's still here. And a pretty significant part of society, like Cheech and Chong, people that People you don't thing. expect like, Yeah, there's a lot. It. Yeah. In the closet. Yeah. Right. But see, more people need to come out and say we're right. all here. And that's right. one thing we talked about at the rally. Yeah. Definitely. But, you know, I mean, they're now they're going to try to bring it to this whole like, oh, so who's sick and who's not? So oh, are they going to change it to where it's only cancer patients and AIDS? I mean, I've said before. So what if that'll do. I it, will give up my card for chronic pain as long as these people sure. who need it still can have Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know? There, that's the priority, but 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 why? Why does it even have to come to that? Why, yeah, why? Why do you need? Why, are why you do so you feel stupid? the need to limit this? <laughs> oh, so, so I can have something to blog about. That's why. So I can still have a job because if not, this committee <laughs> is useless. Right. Have you? What have you done? Oh, they're going to try to make sure that we see our tax dollars going for yeah, something. Yeah, guys, good job. He said legislators recognize that abuse of the law is overriding its merits. Really? And that reform is necessary. Is it? it has it been? Apparently. Is <laughs> it Hurricane Katrina-like uh, destruction? Numerous bills are working their way through the Senate and moving... And more moving through the House. Sesso said he expects a bill combining some of their elements will be enacted this session. Particulars about how the final products will look, however, remain unknown. Today's report will be essentially obsolete tomorrow. You know what that means? 24 hours means a lot in the legislative session and things are moving as we speak. That means we're going to do a bunch of stuff, but we're not going to get anything done. Yeah. That's his way. And at the of end, we'll just we'll shotgun vote it. Boom, vacay time again. Mm-hmm. You guys get more breaks than like third graders do. Seriously, what a job you have. Seriously, nice. and people are like, it is hard. You've never done like that job. Seriously, I could do that. You go in there and you're like, bah, 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 bully. Bully, blah, blah, blah. vote. Well, I'm pretty I sure we know. can all do it a little better than Mr. Knox, at yeah, least. Yeah, what? That is a joke. <laughs> it is a oh, joke. I'm get sued. A mockery uh. of politics, sir. Uh, when are you? When are you finding time to post Facebook comments? By the way, is that just like in your downtime that you have all all over, or what? Apparently. What are you guys doing uh, there? Seriously. So changes have already been enacted, such as House such Bill as 19, raids? which will put medical marijuana under the Clean Air Act and forbid smoking in enclosed public <laughs> places. Uh, okay. You g- okay. Darn. Yeah, I know. Like, that's the stuff Because we could that's already bugging. light one up in a bar, right? The, can I still smoke in my house? Like, that's the stuff that's bugging them, though? Yeah. That's silly. That's, only, that's like etiquette, you know? I know, but, you know. But the legislator is toying with a number of other ways to tinker with the law. Hmm. Some of the bills being debated include provisions for making it illegal for felons to become caregivers. Because that's a problem, right? <laughs> forbidding okay. those on probation from using medical marijuana. Sure. Classifying the conditions that qualify for the drug. Why Prohibiting not? physicians from having any financial ties to the marijuana industry. Whoa. And requiring product labeling. So when you make those changes... Are you also going to require physicians from having no financial ties to the pharmaceutical industry? Will no. you be no? No. What? Why is that? Pharmaceutical industry takes them out to lunch and dinner. Burger says How felon. Would they eat. Yeah. So is that what we have to do? Do caregivers and dispensaries have to do that? That's such We're, a shitty corrupt to pass a law that says we can't. That's such a corrupt game. It's like the whole college recruiting basketball stars thing. You know, like. 
Yeah. They pull some pretty shady stuff. Yeah. Well, Burger, as, huh? Burger says felons can't be caregivers in Michigan either. Yeah, well, can anybody be can a caregiver in Michigan? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to have a lottery. Okay. That's cabbage. Yeah, cabbage. Um, so <laughs> he said he still wants legitimate users to have access to marijuana if Crow they wish. Thank the good Lord. But he warned the thousands of patients that signed on in the wave of 2010, many of whom cited vague health problems because you got to look at all of them right you right. went through and approved each hey, and every one some of us who cited chronic pain actually had records proving it yeah so, yeah i Most don't know of us i have a hole in my knee proving it mm-hmm. more than four thousand patients were joining the rolls each month that is when Sesso said he realized there was a problem with the system. D- oh, but not did any you? other system that we've gotten a bunch of people Wait. in on. Bruce, no. Bruce Hanford says, buy them Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> we should, dude, we should all pitch in and buy like a million Twinkies and just like have them delivered to the door of the freaking Capitol. <laughs> uh, care of <laughs> Mr. Knox, <laughs> Mr. Milburn, Mr. Zabwa. Yep, yep. The trifecta of corrupt, hypocritical government. Because you know it's Can wrong I say for that? us. Is that it's is wrong for us to get money from the marijuana policy project to help us get an initiative right. passed in our state. But, but it's okay for them to take a bunch of money from the Mormon sure, Church, sure. so that they can prove that marijuana is ruining the children. Endless, untaxable money. Sure, uh-huh, absolutely. Uh huh. So, Do we have to to have a, a disclosure statement here or anything like that? Is no, there, I don't think we've said anything that would no, be considered confidential. No, I'm pretty sure I could um, prove everything I've said in a court of law, Your pretty Honor. Much, yeah, yeah. He said he still wants... Li- oh, I just said that. The thousands right, of new caregivers, on. too, <laughs> may find that the drug is not going to be the money-making industry they may have imagined. Caregivers <laughs> may... It's not going to be the industry that saved your state like we all hoped. Yeah. And it could have been. Caregivers sure. may be limited to the number of customers they can have. May be limited to the number of customers they can have. And the federal government, which recently conducted raids on two of the largest producers in the state, may have a say in the matter, too. Mm-hmm. The word is out that the federal government is not going to make medical marijuana a low priority, but will enforce the law as it is intended, as a tier one drug subject to prosecution, he said. Why not? Of course. And we're doing this because we're having just massive problems here with it. I mean, there's death and destruction everywhere. Wow. That's too bad. Hey, can anyone see the moon right now? And is there death and destruction by it also? Because it was cloudy last time I looked, but I don't know. They're, the moon's supposed to look kind of cool tonight, and some people say it's going to rip apart the Earth. Yeah, they're <sighs> kind of crazy. So, okay, at this point, if you just completely overregulate, everyone is going to say F this, and it's going to go back underground, and people are going to illegally grow again, and it's going to open up this black market and pot from Canada and everywhere else will come back in. And then the government is just... How about the government just takes over the medical and grows for them? Uh, well, you've seen what they give herbs. Right, but that's what they're... You can grow for one person. And it has to be a family member. Like, I'm all about helping people, but that is seriously... A real big burden if you have to do all that and it's only for one person. I will bet you any... Like, I that mean, sucks. As soon as they figure out how to make sure they are regulating every single plant and all the ounces that they can and that they're making the money off of it that they want to make... Right, and changing, changing the schedule for THC and the plant derivative of it. But not the plant itself. Like yeah, that's the most retarded to, thing I have heard. That's so stupid. Well, because you know, apparently THC is all you need. But the plants kill kids, right? They eat. That's them. our problem. Unbelievable. Yeah. So. Well, and of course, our our attorney here, our attorney general, um, is. Trying to say that the raids shouldn't shouldn't make us think that there's a change in the policy. Like what was the the policy the of the memo? Oh, 
We, as long as you're the conducting yourself level. within state law, you're okay. So, But then they raided a bunch of us. Now, does that lead us to believe that those of us that got raided were not functioning under state law? Or well, are you just randomly... Well, we would know if they wouldn't have sealed the warrant. All right. So... We still don't know. Interesting. How many hours has it been? 72? Way over that. Uh, the raids this week on marijuana growing operations and shops does not mean the Obama administration has abandoned its policy of leaving legitimate medical marijuana patients and providers alone. The policies of the Department of Justice have not changed. Mike Cotter, Montana U.S. Attorney. He said that to more than 60 lawyers gathered at a statewide meeting of the Montana Bar. The Dick Bar? Just the bar. Do you know what the Dick Bar is? It's this thing, I guess, on Twitter that, like, ads go on or something, and it's right in the way, and it's just super annoying, and everyone calls it the dick bar. (laughs) I don't know why I know that. Uh, Cotter's comments came after, it came during, excuse me, I'm trying to eat this candy, it's so good. Cotter's comments came during an all-day update on the status of Montana's medical marijuana law. The measure, approved by voters in 04, overwhelmingly, made it legal for patients with terminal or serious illness to possess and use a marijuana, as well as for caregivers to grow and provide it. So, Cotter, he was referring to this memo from David Ogden. He is the... Deputy Attorney General. Yeah. In which he stated that federal officials would not put their efforts into cracking down on legitimate users of medical marijuana. The drug mm, is still against federal law, but 15 states and the District of Columbia, let's not Uh forget that, have passed measures making marijuana legal for medicinal use. Federally illegal? Illegal for medicinal use. Hmm. It's a confusing world we live in. Quite the conundrum. The Justice Department, whoever, stated clearly that marijuana remains illegal and it would crack down on growers and distributors who are abusing medical marijuana laws, starting first with the University of who? Because they're growing it and giving... Mississippi. Yeah. Starting first with the University of Mississippi, who is growing marijuana that we're paying for, for four people. So if it's federally illegal, that's where you start, right? And that's where they started, right? No. No, that's not where they started. Interesting. Now, why is that? The Gov said it was okay. Now, why is that? Because they wanted to do it. That's like asking your parents now, why why is they the- can do something <laughs> and you can't. Because I said so, now go to bed! <laughs> Go live by your dish. Like, seriously? Yeah. That is, that's the dick bar. You're setting a new, you're setting a new height for the dick bar. Unfortunately. Um, so, quote, when the attorney general visited here in February, he stated illegal sale of marijuana under the guise of medical marijuana will be prosecuted. He said that is the policy. But lawyers at the meeting peppered Cotter and two state officials with questions about how the federal policy affects them. They said it is clear that marijuana is illegal in the federal government's view, yet Montana state law allows its use. And they and, can't get a jury to prosecute someone interesting. for a marijuana offense. Is that the argument, though, or is the argument it's illegal federally, but the federal government is giving it to patients? We definitely don't want them to say, fine, we're not now, and stop. Right. But it has to be fair. Well, practice what you preach. Yeah? Know what the right hand is doing. Papa, don't preach. (laughs) And like a virgin. Enough Madonna. um, (laughs) Damn it, I had it too. (laughs) I had that whole complete. Uh oh. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. Our government will never tell us why, you know, they're not changing their mind. Alcohol prohibition, they changed their mind on so quickly. So, so quickly. But not this. No, this is bad, dangerous, and wrong. 
We were just in the midst of a crowd of how many people? Around 100, maybe? Probably, a little more than maybe that? Maybe a little more than that. And what? Did we loot? Did we rape and pillage? What was everyone doing? I don't even think anybody lit up. Getting high fives and nucks from old ladies? Yeah. Come on. This is a joke. This is an outrage of political law and a joke. Did you... I mean, if I did this, like, with my kids, if people openly saw me, like, sitting there with my kids and saying, no, you can't have this, and then turning to these other kids and handing it to them... Anybody. People would be like, wow, she is a cruel What a see you next Tuesday. That's (laughs) appalling. That's not okay. And that's how this is. But that's that's, what our government does. And I mean, uh, they have... Do we encourage this? And I'm glad that they've stood up for their rights and that they got into the program when they were able to and that the government's able to help them the way they are. But why won't the government realize that this actually helps other people too? Right, and... Seriously? And it hasn't hurt the people that have been using it. No. They're dying from the things they were already dying from, not because they're using it. Right. But seriously, if this plant has some of these properties that some of these researchers are thinking that it does, those of us that have been smoking it, we're not going to have cancer in 20 years or 30 years. We'll be a little... Well, if we stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah, when we're older, (laughs) but honestly, I don't know. It, I, it's crazy, man. This plant is it's stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff. So, this is just, just whatever. Thanks, thanks for completely ruining something that could have been great. I mean, it's not ruined yet, definitely. But you are on the fast track to no good. It's really sad. So, all right, I got some good news real quick coming out of California. We'll cover a little out of our world here. I know we don't usually focus like super a lot on Montana, but dude, raids, they're repeal, complete corrupt to the point of being able to be prosecuted because what you did was pretty illegal by Mm -hmm. your law. Where did that money come from? Yeah, that's illegal, dude. So... In San Marcos, California, this is good stuff. A judge there, Thursday, he refused San Marcos, the town, their request to shut down a medical marijuana dispensary, a move that comes as the owner of a second defunct dispensary has asked the city to let him reopen the shop. The development's challenge, five-year-old city rules banning the operation of such dispensaries, which Mayor Jim Desmond said the council adopted to balance conflicts between... The state and the federal law on the drug. There's conflict? What? <laughs> no. If you if you would have listened back in what, eighty four, eighty five, when your judge said mm-hmm. that, hey, in my studies, this is fine. But you ignored him and you just the more you lie, somebody should have looked the at worst. the Schaefer report. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe, Do or, you guys or maybe know how somebody to read? should have done a background check on Mister Aho and Maybe, huh? Oh wait, that wasn't it. <laughs> they couldn't do that back then. I forgot. Right. <laughs> Not there much was technology. No Codis? <laughs> what did I say? Coitus? I'm sorry. There was no CODIS back then. I don't think there was much CODIS Ooh, that back was after then the 58-minute mark. That won't be on normal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and that's the show if you were listening there. But come to <laughs> hotboxpodcast.com and get the whole thing. Yeah. We'll do it for you. So, yeah, this judge, he says uh, the federal government does not recognize medical marijuana and the state does. And therein lies the struggle for cities when these dispensaries open up. So until the state and feds figure out what they want to do, or until they can agree on whether or not marijuana is legal, the city of San Marcos will not allow medical marijuana dispensaries. So on Thursday, San Diego Superior Court Judge Thomas Nugent declined the city's request for a temporary restraining order to shut down Wellness Tree, a medical marijuana dispensary in a busy shopping center on San Marcos Boulevard. Uh, The Vista-based judge found no urgent need to order Wellness Tree to close down while the city and the shop owner addressed their legal battle over whether the shop should be closed permanently. The next hearing is 
in the next hearing in the civil case is set for June third. That's why is it a civil case? Is the city suing him because he's in violation of this old ban? Or that's the judge is cool. He's like, no, that why you have no legitimate reason for this guy to be shut down. Mm-hmm. That's his business. You're gonna ruin his family. Probably. That's disgusting. If they can't do criminal, they'll try civil usually one right. way or another. Or they'll get it up to federal where the judge will be like, federally illegal, you're all going to well, jail. Well, look at what happened with OJ. Wal- and Walmart. he was found innocent, uh, yeah. but civilly, right. he, had he had to, to pay, pay the money. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's good. I mean, at least the judge didn't like completely destroy this guy's life, you know? Yeah. If that would have happened here, what do Thank you think? Thank goodness they think about that occasionally before, you know, yeah. ripping yeah. people's Dude, livelihoods that, out of the ground. If and that would have happened here, what would have happened? It would have been, well, there would have been... In the welfare line? In the unemployment line? Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. That's no good, guys. But it's not them, so why do they care? Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> and by the way, state voters back in 96... Approved marijuana for medical use. 96. Okay. How long ago was that? I was 16. Good job, guys. Yep. Or wait. 96, 80. Yeah. Yeah, you were 16. Thank you. I was 15. Right. 96. Yep. Come on. That's a good year. <laughs> that was about when I moved up here, I think. 94. Best time of my life. <laughs> And then uh, what else before we wrap this thing up? Oh, dude, tell us about the Mustang Mustang Task Force. The Mustang Task... Oh, yeah, NAR. So, ConnectMidMissouri.com. This guy, Drug Task Force. Yeah, that's great. Arrested for... What's your job? Possession of drugs. Wow. Were Who you, gets arrested for that? Were you in possession of drugs that you arrested someone for in possession of drugs was in possession of? Huh? Well, it was felony possession <laughs> of a controlled substance. What was that substance? Well, hmm? according to a probable cause statement from Cole County, Stephen L. Thompson, 31, of New Bloomfield, was indicted for one count of felony possession of a controlled substance, one count of felony stealing of a controlled substance, and one count of felony stealing. The probable cause statement said Thompson was found with diazepam on December 17, 2010. Diazepam is a generic form of Valium Valium. and is used to treat anxiety disorders. Give me the Valium Malium. (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. Uh, The court document. What are you doing? Can you imagine being drug task force all hopped up on Valium and hydrocodone? Just like kicking doors down and pulling raids. That's how people get shot. Feeling good. Yeah. That's how they get the wrong addresses sometimes. Yeah. You shot who? Uh-huh. It was my grandmother. Poor grandma. Uh, the court document also stated that on December 9th, 2010, Thompson took hydrocodone, uh-huh. which was, at the time, in possession of the Mustang Drug Task Force. According to the state, Thompson took the drugs without the approval of the task force or the state. Pretty sure they wouldn't have approved him taking them Pretty to sure not. ingest them. Do you have a prescription for that? According to the statement, Thompson also took at least $500 between January 1st, 2009 and December 17th, 2010 from the task force and the state of Missouri. Thief. And that those are the kinds of people that are keeping those were the safe. He was a task force. Like, that was your job, and you completely went well, the other way with that. At least he knew he'd that, never run out. Does that just go to show that those people are human also, even though we try and we think and like to believe that they're above that? Mm. I don't think you can really... I mean, you can try to train and brainwash and all that, but I don't know, man. Human nature is a pretty hard thing to beat, you know? Mm-hmm. Until we can completely reverse engineer the brain and create it in a model that we can look at like in real time. I don't think that's possible yet. I don't know. But that's how it goes. So, 
Anything else before we wrap this thing up with a pretty bow? That'd be all I got. Put it on the site and say, hey, go listen to this. Listen, If you like cannabis, go listen to this. So uh, every Tuesday, Saturday, join us. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. That's the site to watch. 406-204-4687. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. On the site, leave comments, watch YouTube videos. Wait for our activist video, mm-hmm. shall we call it? Mm-hmm. And yeah, stuff's up there. Check out the Twitter, follow it. Check out the page on facebook.com slash hotboxpodcast. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday, yes? Yup, yup. All right, bye-bye. If you like you like weed, where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be.